episode whooper uh derp mudfish or 194 of pixels i am your host jinji uh with me as always is mr dom hello everyone my name is Damado. it's a pleasure to be here we also oh whoa what was that oh that was the the voice of the mythical horse who may or may not exist that now is a closet fortnite player because of the collaboration uh it's not nice to talk about yourself like that that's quite the insult you're telling (laughs) and it has been a very very long time but i am happy to say that we have penguin mage on once again it's been forever it's been like at least two days i mean you're not wrong but yeah I think it's I think it's at least I think it's pretty much pretty longer than that. <laughs> uh maybe. I mean I think I think uh throughout the show I'm gonna try to figure out when was the last episode Penguin Mage was on. I'm gonna guess it's been more than a year. Uh but yeah, most definitely. I'm pretty sure it was the probably the last of us two episode, I think what might have been Fuck. <laughs> When did that game come out? Was that twenty nineteen? Uh, 2020. Was it? Yeah. I guess it was middle of 2020. Yeah, like June, July-ish, I think. Something like that. But, uh, yeah, welcome back. It's been a minute. At least two. Yeah, maybe more. Probably. At least, um... It has been at least uh, 525,600 minutes. Jesus. (laughs) Anyway, you guys, let's uh, let's talk about some news. Uh, No, honestly, I went on Google and typed in how many minutes are in a year. Fake. (laughs) Bruh. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, yeah, let's, uh, let's make that phone call. All right, you guys, uh, welcome back to the news. Uh, as you guys are listening to this when it goes live, uh, the Pokemon World Championship series would have been concluded, and I am personally jealous of you motherfuckers because we are supposed to be getting some Scarlet and Violet news at the end of the ceremony. What if it's bad news? I guess we gotta just take it with a grain of salt. But when the the, the championship series started, we got a short video 
uh, debuting the Trainer Lounge in Pokemon Masters EX. And to sum up, and we don't have any exact details about it, you apparently can start dating some of these units, some of the sync pairs. And that's just the word that I've been seeing on Twitter, so we will, we will see. But anyway, it has also been confirmed that Ash and Pikachu are going to be a recruitable sync pair. So, there's that. Uh, also, during the opening ceremony, a new stage for Pokemon Unite has been uh, revealed. It is called The Theia. T H E I A. How do you how do you pronounce that? Theia or Theia? Anyway, it's Sky Ruins, and it features uh, Rayquaquay. You know, if you like your uh, your Sky Dragon, I mean, you can't recruit it, but you can go beat it up. But anyway, uh, in the Pokemon Go sphere, there is, of course, a collaboration event. Uh, it will be running from August 18th through the 23rd. So as this goes live on Monday, you guys got till tomorrow. God, maybe we really should start streaming the show again, but. Yeah, multitude of spawns. Most of the spawns, I will say, for this event are competitively viable Pokemon in the PvP section of Pogo. Because, you know, we got Nidoran female, which Nidoqueen is a bitch. We got Mudkip and Swampert's a monster. We got Sableye, uh, Galarian Stunfisk. Uh, we also get certain Pokemon that when you evolve them during this time frame, they will get their Community Day moves. So we got Gengar with Shadow Punch. Gyarados with Aqua Tail, Metagross with Meteor Mash, Rhyperior with Rock Wrecker, and Talonflame with Incinerate. We also have a World Championship 2022 Pikachu that is debuting. And also for the time being, in 5-star raids, Zacian and Zamazenta has made their returns. Uh, let's see. And it looks like the uh, challengers are back. DJ, do you remember the trainers that appeared up at the uh, Pokestops that we did? Oh, the ones that got chosen to yeah, give little mini bosses. Yeah, they are back for this event. Uh, you can fight the eccentric trainer, the novice, or eccentric novice, confident, slick, uh, ambitious. Ambitious and Eager Challenger. And then there is a timed research event that will give you quite literally a squad. Like, if you choose the Stunfisk route, you will get uh, Stunfisk, Pelipper, and Ariados encounter. Uh, the next one is Skarmory, Swampert, and Drapion. And then the final one is Talonflame, Venusaur, and the male uh, Jellicent encounter. Which is pretty cool, honestly. Uh, looks like, yes, indeed, there are some new trainer outfits. So if you're into that, go for it. Uh, Pokemon Unite, a new piece of Hollowware has come out for Aegislash. And he looks very dapper. He's got a top hat with the cape, and that's that's pretty funny. So that is your Pokemon update for the week. Uh, stay tuned next week, honestly, for Pixels when we...
talk about the inevitable news of Scarlet and Violet that come out at the end of the championship series. And also, uh, get ready for the conclusion of GoFest, as it is coming up this upcoming weekend on the 27th. So, best of luck. A bit of advice for you guys. Stock the fuck up on Pokeballs if you can. So that's it. DJ, do you got anything? Yes. Uh, I will start with the mobile news, because sadly, Dokkan is pretty dry at the moment. Um, on Global, we just got the EZA for the movie boss's leader, Turles, who is pretty pretty decent. He's much more of a supporter unit still, but he's nice to have. Um, in a couple days from this recording, on the 22nd is when we should start the uh, EZA for the Prime Battle LR Vegeta. Yeah. So make sure you have all the rainbowed units up for that, which includes the Turles that just got, uh, not the Turles, the uh, Tarble that just got his EZA. He was the last one that needed it, but uh, you have to make sure you have all the units completely rainbowed in order to do Vegetas, just like all the other Prime Battles. So, other than that, the only other thing we have is, well, the cards are not announced yet, we do have confirmation that the worldwide celebration will be focusing on the Cooler movie, the Revenge of Cooler with is what is believed to be an LR Super Stay in Goku and LR Final Form Cooler to be what's coming for the celebration. Nice. And while it's pretty middling for most people, uh, everyone is expecting the Cooler to pop off and maybe we'll get like an easy A of the old STR Cooler that was pretty good. Also on Global, there is still the uh, 7th Anniversary Player Survey. Do that, and you get free stones. So just answer the survey, what you liked and what you didn't like, all that fun stuff. Sweet. Apparently they have an announcement video on Global Dokkan from a few days ago, uh, outright confirming it will be cooler, though. We just don't have the cards or stats or anything yet. We still have to wait to see what's going to happen. So, look forward to that-ish. Probably will be happening here, what, maybe 10 days? Probably by the end of the week or so. Probably by the end of next week. Maybe start of the 29th or something. We should start seeing stuff for Worldwide. And of course, since it's Worldwide, it's going to happen... Usually it all happens at the same time, so it could be in the middle of the day for us, or very early morning for JP. All that fun stuff. Just get your EZAs done, do your link leveling. I've finally gotten uh, the LR Gods and the LR Super Saiyan 4s all link level 10, so that's nice. Nice. Um, On to some actual news. This is coming from Nintendo Life from earlier today. Uh, we've had a few acquirings here. Uh-oh. Uh, it looks like uh, the Swedish video game company Embracer Group has purchased limited run games. Oh, wow. Uh, and not only that, they have also purchased the rights to video games for The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. Oh. 
In a series of press releases, Embracer has announced acquisition of Tripwire Interactive, which includes Killing Floor, Man Eater, Rising Storm, as well as Tuxedo Labs, which has Teardown, uh, Singtrix, Vocal Processing Effects Tech, and uh, the physical distributor for limited run games, and it also secured the rights to The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit Literary Works by J.R.R. Tolkien. Embracer Group's acquisition of the Tolkien universe includes Middle-Earth Enterprises, which owns the rights to the video games, board games, merchandise, and other related works. Embracer's operative group, Asmodee, also has a history of licensing the Lord of the Rings board games and card games. Upcoming projects include the Amazon series, an animated Lord of the Rings movie, as well as Electronic Arts mobile game, The Lord of the Rings Heroes of Middle-Earth. The acquisition of Limited Run gives Embracer the physical publisher and its carbon engine an internally developed technology that allows for legacy content and highly accurate emulation-based retro games to be ported to modern hardware. Uh, Limited Run Games will continue to operate as an independent subsidiary. So, Limited Run Games gets to be left alone, but they, they now answer to a higher power as well. <laughs> God! No, just kidding. I mean, are they not technically God for Lord of the Rings now? Uh, yeah. Um, we've actually mentioned Embracer Group already, I believe, previously, um, because they also per they are a ten co ten operative groups. They have uh, Embracer Group already has ten operative groups, 120 studios, and over 850 franchises under its belt. Some of those studios include THQ Nordic, Coffee Stain, Gearbox Entertainment. Saber and Dark Horse Media. Oh wow! So em uh, Embracer is purchasing a lot, and they might have been the same people that purchased the Square Enix stuff a while back. I don't remember. I do. Yep, it was Embracer Group that purchased the Square Enix stuff, and that included Tomb Raider and all them, and Deus Ex. Oh, wow, they're really scooping so things this, up. This Swedish company is is building up its catalog here. They own a lot. So it'll be interesting to see what goes on with the Lord of the Rings stuff, uh, if they'll work with Amazon or not. I know a lot of people are very very afraid of the Amazon series that's coming up for lore reasons as well as how some, how they've been taking some of the criticism but uh, that's a whole thing that probably should happen on Pop Shock Peeps without me because I have never seen a single bit of the Lord of the Rings to force you except the first and second Hobbit movies but I remember I don't remember a single thing about the second one the first one I remember the ending but that's about it Hmm. All right. Um, one other article real quick before we go into you, Dom. Uh, pulling this from uh, GameSpot.com, and I should have brought this up when I was talking about Pokemon. Uh, this article was written by Eddie Makuk. I, I, I apologize if I mispronounce your name. Uh, the Pokemon Company will donate $25 million to organizations that help support social equity, improve the lives of children and other causes. This money will be donated over the next five years. Among the charities that the Pokemon Company will support include Black Girls Code, 100 Black Men of London, Young Women Empowered, Stop AAPI Hate, and oh fuck, how do you pronounce this? Fondation Tomilo? I, I 
butchered that, I apologize, uh, among others, and totaled the Pokemon Company is supporting more than 40 charities around the world. The organizations receiving the funding from the Pokemon Company will be, quote, long-term strategic partners in the gaming group uh, aims to support on an annual basis for at least five years. The company said in a news release that it might add more charities to support in the time ahead. In all cases, the Pokemon Company said it's trying to support global groups, organizations that operate and support initiatives on a regional level, and local charities in and around its offices in Bellevue, Washington, and London, United Kingdom. Uh, quote, We are dedicated to leveraging that unique ability and the support that we've received from our broad community of trainers to be a positive force in the lives of children and create a more equitable inclusive world in which all can flourish, end quote. The, po the Pokemon Company's Kenji Okubo said. Uh, in other news, Pokemon Happy Meals are now back in McDonald's, while the next entry... Okay, we don't need to go into that spot, but yeah. Um, good for you, Pokemon, you know, donating $25 million for charity. I think that pretty much equals out to $5 million a year, if you're gonna just go straight even. Uh... Bravo. Also, you scalpers, I swear to God, if you fuck up this round of Pokemon Happy Meals for the kids. Oh. Riots. Anyway, Dom, what, what news do you have, sir? None. No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, I recently looked this up. I looked at it for like three seconds, and then I couldn't stop laughing. I had to mute the mic for a moment. D&D uh, 6th edition is announced. But they're calling it One D&D for now. Don't panic. The new what? One D&D rules will be wholly backwards compatible with D&D 5th edition. Says Jonathan Bouldering, published about 10 hours ago. One D&D World Revealed trailer. There's a, a trailer here on the PC Gamer uh, link. Oh, wait, shit. We're not, we're not live. Ah, well, look it up. Uh, today at Wizards Presents, Wizards of the Coast announced that the new generation of Dungeons & Dragons is on its way via massive public playtest called One D&D. This will include a revision of the core rulebooks, the Player's Handbook, Dungeon Master's Guide, and Monster Manual. This update will come alongside an official digital toolset and virtual tabletop for D&D. The new rules will be backwards compatible with 5th edition or 5e, uh, the current version of D&D rules. These have been around since 2014 and are probably the ones you play, statistically speaking. Don't panic, we knew this would come, it's not that drastic and it has happened before. Wizards of the Coast isn't called the new rule set D&D 6th edition, but that's what really it is. If it doesn't pick up an official name other than one D&D, players will call it 6E or maybe 5.5. Trust me, Wizards tried to make 5E just Dungeons and Dragons for years, but we called it 5th edition anyways. And now Wizards itself calls it that. The one D&D thing won't last, says this guy. Uh, quote, One D&D is the code name for the next generation of Dungeons & Dragons that brings together updated rules, backwards compatible with 5th edition, D&D Beyond is the platform for your D&D experience, and an early in-development D&D uh, digital play experience that will offer players and dungeon masters full immersion and rich D&D uh, 3D creation tools, Wizard says in a recent press release. Uh, quote, we did a smart thing with 5th edition by listening to the fans. That's, uh, personally, I would say that's... Uh, you think? That, that, I wouldn't say that's the smart thing. I would say that's the obvious thing. But anyway, we were listening to Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> they said uh, D&D designer Chris Perkins. 
uh, quote, and what came out of that process was a system that is stable, that is well-loved, that incorporates the best elements of earlier editions. And that we have that, we now that we have that, we are no longer in the position where we think of D&D as an edition. It's just D&D. Uh, end quote. Wizards tried to be very clear in their presentation that their plans for changes to D&D weren't about taking anything away from the D&D players or changing stuff that you love. Uh, as a D&D veteran who went third edition to its new evolution 3.5, then fourth, then fourth with E Essentials, I can probably say that it's going to be partly true, probably. Uh, this fifth edition update has a lot of development time behind it and a lot of play experience uh, with D&D 5e. Subtle rules updates have happened in the last eight years and as a game design philosophy, it's also benefit in at least part from the knowledge gained from those earlier game updates. Uh, but will the thing you like most get changed in official printing? Maybe. Uh, fundamental core rules are altered in the first document. A natural 20 is now always a success, but a natural 1 is always a failure. That change was made, said D&D Games design architect Jeremy Crawford. Because the vast majority of people were playing the game that way, whether it was the official rules or not. Which, if you've done this before, it's actually kind of refreshing. Uh, the first playtest focuses on race and background, giving an evolved version of previous rules that's still pretty simple and familiar. It also introduces a new celestial opposite of the Tiefling, the Aminal-Headed Arglings. It also collapses spell lists into three simple, separate Arcane, Divine, and Primal lists. Then there are much larger changes. Uh, critical hits are seemingly now only for player characters, not for NPCs. That's huge, and some people will hate it. In short, uh, in many ways, this is the natural evolution of things. Having acquired D&D Beyond, Wizards of the Coast now has, for the first time, a single common platform on which to distribute digital content for D&D, including what sounds like living rules updates for the next several years ahead of those new core rulebooks. Uh, and it's also making an official 3D virtual tabletop tool. That was the plan from the start with 5th edition, but now you, could, but you can forgive us for being surprised that it's still true in the corporate environment of Wizards of the Coast. If you're interested in the future of Dungeons and Dragons, you can sign up for the one D&D public play test at dndbeyond.com. Uh, oh, the, also, they've announced the 2013, uh, 2023 D&D release schedule, including uh, Planescape. Uh, that's the end of my news there. At the beginning, I thought it was a joke, you know, joking around how the Xbox One is the new Xbox and stuff. But no, this shit is real, and it's for a tabletop game that is going to go into your computer. Oh, boy. That's... So yeah, those are my news. Oh boy. I mean, yay for those who really play uh, D&D. Which is moi. But yeah. Those are my technically game news. Cool. Uh, Penguin, since it's uh, been a minute, do you have anything? It's cool, by the way, if you don't. Penguin? Flightless bird. I oh, know, did she pass out? No chicken! Penguin. Well, anyway, if she does, then... Uh, we will come back to her. So, I guess with that being said, we're going to hop into well, the... Well, there is one last thing. I don't know if you mentioned... Oh. Did you mention the free Victini? 
I did not. Thank you for uh, reminding me. Even though it's only for three days, and I'm not sure when you're putting this episode out. Shit. Because I think it's only live till Sunday. Oh boy. Uh, to. Uh, do, do you want to mention that then, DJ? Uh, when are you releasing the episode? Uh, you, you know what? I may say fuck it and uh, get it edited uh, tonight after the show or early tomorrow morning. Okay, well then everyone, if this manages to go up in time, uh, currently in Pokemon Sword and Shield to celebrate the World Championships going on, you can get a Victini using the code WORLD22VICTORY spelled with letters and numbers. Uh, there's also a special t-shirt on Pokemon Go with a huge freaking password. Look it up on Cerebee. They got the passwords there for Thursday. Go ahead and get your free Victini that has perfect IVs and knows V-Create. So. Did you already get your uh, free Victini? I got both of mine. Both? I have Sword and Shield. Ah. You pleb. <laughs> yeah, I need to I need to do that for both of mine as well. Well uh, Alright, then I guess we'll go ahead and cut it here and go into the next segment. We'll be right back. Alright, we will start off with uh the games we've played. Dumb. What have you been doing? I've been playing an obsessive, addictive, work-worrying amount of uh, The Cult of the Lamb. I've been basically grinding that game like a day or two after it came out. I have uh, around, what, uh, like 20 hours already, and I've just only been playing it all uh, at night. I just love it. It's this roguelike... Um, this uh, roguelike research man resource and community management game in which you play as a little lamb that is very cute and you have a lot of followers that are also very cute different types of animals and you sacrifice them and you uh, and you indoctrinate them and you brainwash them in order to build up your cult and also your power so you can unleash the greatest evil god of all time uh, and all done in very cutesy very uh, very colorful uh, uh, cartoons uh, that are a very high fidelity and also like they're just really well animated. If you're a fan of Don't Starve or um, or like uh, Oxygen Not Included, you might find a lot of love for this game. It's it's hilariously it's hilariously and cute and also dark. Uh, that's basically. Oh, also, I've been playing uh, Payday because uh, they've uh, added an update where they added this uh, golden piggy bank, where uh, if you break enough of those, you get like a ton of, uh, of like, like anniversary rewards, which was like a, a suit made out of cash, a, ma a mask made out of diamonds, and, uh, and and the piggy likes to dance, and it's just ridiculous, and I love it. And yeah, those are the two main games that I've been playing lately. Uh, DJ, what games have you been playing? 
Well, since we last spoke, I did finish Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Fun game. Mm-hmm. It has its issues, mostly because it doesn't tell you much, but it's fun. It's it's a popcorn movie. Popcorn uh, movie. And we have moved on into looking through the Harry Potter game, starting with the PC version, which I do not recommend ever anyone ever streaming the PC version unless you know how to work with old video games, because I did not. <laughs> it does not look very well on the stream. But it plays fairly nicely, and we finished that in one and a half streams and moved on into the PS2 version of Chamber of Secrets. So that's been fun, getting the old, getting a PS2 finally put to use that I'd purchased, having a nice PS2 Slim again. You have to play Sin Simpson and run at some point of that thing. I don't have that game. You need it. I've also seen only like 10 episodes of The Simpsons. It is not about The Simpsons. It's about one of the greatest and funnest games of part of the PS2 ever. Can't well, that and Shadow of the City? Colossus. I haven't played Shadow of the Colossus either. You have to. I have it for PS4. I just never played it. You have to. Uh, same here, to be honest. I haven't touched Shadow of the Colossus. Do it. <laughs> but, uh, it, it's not, uh, Chamber of Secrets is a lot clunkier. I don't know if it's just because it's on the PS2 and not running as smoothly as the PC game was. That's probably But also, the, the camera in Chamber of Secrets is horrible. You cannot move the camera at all. It just chooses its its own angle, kind of like the old Resident Evil games. You can basically, like, kind of like tilt it left or right or up and down, but you can't like t- turn the camera around. You have to like. You can't change the focus. Only if you're in an area where you are able to, and you have to use the targeting system to make the camera f- point the direction you want it to. So it is not ideal. Is also not quite as responsive. But that could be some part of the lag as well, since it is running through a capture card and not directly on the system. But uh, overall, it's not terrible. I can definitely, I definitely, we're definitely going to get into the point where these are movie game trash, because I don't think a single Harry Potter game ever got above a fifty percent score on Metacritic for players and reviewers. So. This is just more of an experience than playing actually good games. You can you can you can use it to, uh, to judge the newest installment of the Harry Potter games, which would be the yeah, Howard's yeah, Legacy. Yes, when that comes out in February, because sadly that got delayed. Yeah. But we are going to uh, once we get through all the games, because well, we're going through the PS2 one at the moment. I have third one will be on GameCube, and after that will be totally on the 360. And after that, we're moving back to the PC because we're going to end it off with some good games and doing the Lego Harry Potter games. Nice. That's the current plan for that. I have no idea how long that'll take. Maybe they'll go through October. I don't know. That'd be that'd be fitting for Halloween to be playing Lego Harry Potter, I guess. But, uh, other than that, uh, doing the usual Dokkan grind, but not much more than that, really. Other than that, nothing else? Well, uh, what games have I been playing? What have you been playing, Jinji? Well, I have been playing uh, Master Duel. Just kind of, you know, doing games for shits and giggles. 
Uh, I don't. I, I mean, it's such a grind fest, honestly, in Master Duel to get the cards that you need, and I'm not. If I can avoid it, I don't want to put money into this game. And it's just the cards. The cards that you need are a bitch. They are a bitch to get and a bitch to play against? Uh, some of them, yeah. I mean, have you been playing the casual mode or ranked? Ranked. Why have you been playing ranked? Because he likes to suffer. Uh, evidently. Well, if he likes to suffer, then he should be playing the KC Cup or whatever it was. Uber ranked. Whatever it is. I mean, I haven't seen. I haven't seen bots in a while. So, so maybe Master Duel's getting better in that regard. But uh, anyway, I have also been continuing on with the Battle Network game, uh, Cybeast Gregar. We are steadily working towards the end of the story. However, that's not where I'm going to end that game. Like I've said, since it's the, the final one, I'm going to 100% that game. What the hell? And in addition to that, I am also starting my own little uh, retrospective, whatever you want to call it, of Zelda. Of, of Legend of Zelda. So ultimately, I will play through all of the different titles... But I am starting with my favorite one, uh, and that is Twilight Princess, and we are rapidly approaching the end of that as well. Um, mobile game-wise, I've been, you know, obviously playing Pokemon Go. I've been doing a whole bunch of other things in that game. Nothing, nothing noteworthy. Uh, and uh, you know, like I mentioned before. Uh, Zacian and Zamazenta are back. Unfortunately, their shinies are not released, and that's that's a bummer. That would have been it would have been a really cool time for them to bring uh, shinies back. But uh, I've also been playing uh, Pokemon Unite as well, uh, grinding up the coins that I need in order to purchase the. The, the the pass, whatever you want to call it, for Tyranitar, since he is now a thing in Pokemon in Pokemon Unite, and he's really good from the the videos I've seen on YouTube, so I'm looking forward to eventually playing Tyranitar. Uh have also been playing Jurassic World Alive. Now still very slowly gathering all the DNA points I need to try to max out my Thor Thor Rad Dolosaur. But it's going to take ages on that one. Uh, I think that about cuts it. I mean, I've I've been playing uh, Cafe Mix as or Cafe Remix as well. You know, it's more as like a, a chill kind of try to pass out game. You know, do you guys ever have that kind of type of mobile game where you play it right before bed to try to to wind down to kind of turn your brain off? Uh, I used to play Shuffle. Penguin lives. Penguin lives. The flightless bird didn't face plants. Hello. Was I asleep? Maybe. Who knows? You were so <laughs> asleep. Anyway, while while she's awake, Penguin, what games do you play? Uh, 
the only game that I have played is Digimon Survive. What? I, I think I wanted to ask you that as well. What exactly is Survive? Um, it is a visual novel, basically, with hints and sprinkles of an RTS. Ooh. Very light hints and sprinkles, like it's a lot of, of talking, but broken up every once in a while with a fight for babies. That being said, the story's real good and I'm enjoying it. Okay, are you able to like choose your own Digimon or or is it like one specific human has this specific Digimon? Oh, and she's muted. Uh, so the Digimon are basically like partnered up with each child. Um, gotcha. It's it's more like the anime where you have one partner. Gotcha. Yeah. But that's the only game I've played because I work. 12 hours a day for days on end. Gross. Yeah. Well, I'm right. I remember those days. Those were good days. Good days, my ass. I made right. money. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of money, man, I've been, I've started to look for a new job. But you're a security guard for life. Oh, well, I got a whole world of issues, but I'm not going to bring it up on live stream because that would be absolutely hurt live stream. Not going to talk about it on the podcast because that's just asking for trouble. <laughs> I was going to say, we're not live. <laughs> yeah. Well. Mm. So anyway, we're going to cut it here and we'll, uh, we'll uh, mo move on from here. We'll be right back. Okay, you guys, uh, I guess a little bit of a disclaimer here. Uh, we've started the talks about potentially revamping the show a bit since we are approaching episode 200. Um, I've been wanting to change the show up a bit, just kind of give new life into it. And so we're going to try with this episode. We're just going to bullshit. sell NFTs. Yep, that's it. That's exactly what we're doing. Pixels, polygons, and fun NFTs are as imaginary as I am. <laughs> mm. So yeah, pretty much... And rarer than Penguin on this podcast. Oh, shit. Slight roofs, slight roofs. So, um... Yeah, so we're just pretty much gonna derail, but also stay on the rails, if that, uh, if that makes sense. It's let, let chaos reign. All right, I'll, I'll start us off with just asking everyone a question. Mm -hmm. What game do you think is a game that should not be streamed? And no Ooh. easy answer. Uh, Suffers, Trials uh, in Tainted Space, Huey uh, Pop, the uncensored version. Um, I said no easy answers. <laughs> there are, yeah, there's easy. Those are easy to say. You cannot fucking stream those. Not on Twitch. Well, you can get away with that on Chatterbait, but 
That's a uh, games like there's they play so strangely, or there's so much of a niche that streaming them is just pointless. Well, like, what are you thinking then? I think DJ is talking about like uh, his experience with the Harry Potter games. Essentially, it was so difficult to screen uh, to uh, to enhance or to uh, get, make the, the screen of the game bigger. Uh, it was basically a small square in the corner uh, filled with blackness around it. Uh, and also, it was you know it was a very old niche game that personally ignited my uh, my childhood a little bit. It it, it, it fucking went down my memory lane when I saw him stream it, but other than that I don't think many people are like, interested at all in the, in like, one of those old games but you, you can find Which is strange enough, because I had more viewers watching that than I did doing Metal Gear Rising Revengeance <laughs> yeah, well you have to look at it like, why do games like Pepsi Man get, get a lot of tractions because I don't know, they're just believable, and they're just, like, classics. Like, yeah, games like those, where, like, you can make a YouTube video about those? Like, mm. who really wants to watch a stream of that? Uh, well, depends on who you are. If you're, like, particularly good commentary, um, let's say, you you guys have seen the people who dub over the Sonic games with, like, Eggman, the whole thing, I'm gonna piss on the moon, right? I believe those are originally streamed, uh, but you have a crew of people who are making the voices. And it's like if you get an, if you can have either enough people or enough uh, hilarious commentary, you can basically just stream any game. Uh, I think that the biggest restrictions are like either technical restrictions, like the Harry Potter one, or uh, lawful restrict or uh, not lawful. What would you call it? Like terms of service restrictions, like a game like Subverse. Well, I'm thinking of games like uh, like PC Building Simulator. No, that would like wouldn't it doesn't seem like it, it PC Building Simulator to me is not like other simulator games. It has some like gameplay, but it seems more like it's a better teaching tool than something that's like a streamable game because it's not really much of a game. It's more of a tool. Absolutely. It's like I think. Like Twitch even has a section on it for like tags to to market as you are building PCs. So like I, I assume that means people are actually looking for people streaming building actual PCs. So well, like, then you're just those would be more for those people. So why would they watch a simulation of someone doing? Well, I don't know, but I would absolutely see that happening. Like. If people are already looking for streams of people building building computers, there is absolutely an audience for people streaming the game on how to simulate making computers. I will I will fight you for that. That that is absolutely a thing. I mean, I doubt it, but I also have experienced the internet, so I can't I can't say nothing's impossible. I don't know. I think I think that Maybe. the biggest games that would be like maybe more difficult to stream nowadays would be controversial games. Uh, something like Postal, for example, like the old Postal games, things like that. Uh, that are not like that are not like uh, they're not like appealing. They're, the humor is very dark. 
the game concepts is, are is just uh, very clashing of like what people try to preach today. It's just like essentially anything that would be immediately canceled by the organizations that the the news segment that Jinja was talking about would support. Like anything that they would be canceling, and anything they would be like screaming about, like that would probably be not the best option to stream on Twitch or anything like that. Even if they don't break TOS, the whole concept of the game is uh, of those games can be very clashing. Even if it's like satirical, like I think like that might also be like a, a, a bad uh, a bad call. Not like a useless call, but not the greatest either. Fair enough, I guess. Oh my God! Have you? What? This has, this doesn't have to do with the current topic, but have you guys ever had that moment, just in in life, where you either think about like an old video game that you used to play, or an old toy, or an old book, movie, whatever that you haven't thought about in years, right? But you still have memories of playing or using said thing. And you you remember it, but you can't remember what the title is. You ever you ever have those moments? Yeah. Well, yeah. I had I've been I've been having this moment about this game that I used to play when I was little on uh, on the on the PC, and I distinctly remember playing it during the year of two thousand one. Don't tell me why. Um, or actually, I can tell you exactly why because there was a significant event that happened that year. And I was playing that game the morning of, but you know what? We're not going into that. Um, and for the longest time, yeah, I was eight. Anyway, um, yeah, for the longest time, I can remember playing this game, but I could not, for the life of me, remember what it was called. And I, 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 I found it because you know I went on Google because I. I could remember that it had Jewel in its name, but I couldn't remember what its full name was. But Jewel Chase was the name of the game that I used to play. What was it about? Was it like uh, like one of those games where you like run and collect jewels? Pretty much, yeah. Avoid obstacles and stuff. Yeah, I I posted I posted a YouTube link of it. But oh yeah, Lord. like the super, <laughs> the super satisfying feeling when you finally remember what it was. Holy shit! Like I'm, I'm gonna go on Google to see if there's a way that you can still play this game or even download it. Absolutely. But yeah, do you, do you guys have moments like that? And if you do, what was the moment? With DJ when he was streaming the Harry Potter game, I had that moment with the Harry Potter game itself because I had completely forgotten that I had played it. But the moment the fucking music started to kick in, everything just flooded into my brain. I was like, "Oh my god, this game! I played this game for the PS One! Holy shit! It was crazy!" Uh, but and then after that, I started getting memories of other PS One games that I was playing. And uh, the one that I am particularly, that I remember that I played a lot was a Winnie the Pooh game. I don't remember what the hell it was about, uh, uh, the game name or anything, but I remember <coughs> that it had like Excuse two me. games. 
and that like I remember playing something kind of like a pool game, but you were controlling one of the characters from the Winnie the Pooh show, mm-hmm. um, and, and I was like super super young. I was like tiny super young. And uh, and I and I played that. And there was also another like the mystery machine, like the mystery shack, not mystery shack, mystery machine. Scooby Doo, a Scooby Doo game uh, that was like a two D platformer with where you open doors and monsters came out and you had to avoid them. Kind of like I don't know, like the platforming Donkey Kong. Uh, I don't re- I don't know what those games were called, but I was I was re- reminded of those the moment that I saw was DJ that a playing game? the Harry Potter one. Was that a PC game? Uh, no, I did not have a PC at that time. That was definitely a PS1 game. Oh, well, there's the Cyber Chase game on the PS1 for Scooby. I mean, could be. Uh, I, I don't, I don't, like, I just remember it was a Scooby-Doo game that I played on the PS1. Because on the PS2, my taste in games was completely different. So, like, and because I, I had the PS2, like, Eight years, five years after it came out, because that's how we rolled. Yeah, it looks like Cyber Chase was the only Scooby Doo game they released on the PS One. Could be. I would, I would not put it past it. But yeah, no, like let's. I, ha- I, ha- I had those memories. How about you, DJ? Um, it usually comes and goes. It's not usually something I can like remember. Um. Oh, I don't know. I'm talking about old PC games. Just reminds me back on the AOL days when I had like the Sesame Street CDs, like, and the uh, DC. I think they were like coloring book CDs or something that had like little mini games, and you just painted in pictures from like Batman the Animated Series and Superman the Animated Series. Like, I don't know. There's never been anything that really lasts with me long because I'm usually quick to find it. I know there are like old Flash games that I wish I could play again. Like I think uh, I don't remember the website anymore, but there's like a lightsaber simulator where you could just like start playing with different color lightsabers and beat away energy bolts and whatnot. Do we still have Penguin? Yep. What's up? I was just wondering if you had that feeling more than I have. Oh, I mean, yeah, kind of. So the moments from can't remember a game. What'd you say? Just you were talking at the same can't time. Can't remember a game. Yeah, like pretty much a lot of games. I usually just can't. Like. After I play it, it's kind of gone. Unless I play it over and over. So, I I have forgotten a lot. No, the brains just don't work like they used to. No, it doesn't work at all. (laughs) I know there were a lot of kids, or like a lot of games I used to play on the computer that I can't remember. Found, I found the download for it, but it wants a fucking uh, 20-digit product ID code. Oh, 
I guess you're not getting it. There was some game I played as a kid that had like singing frogs and I swear they were singing Stand By Me. What? But, yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't I don't remember anything about the game except for like there was this one section where there were just like singing frogs. And I don't know if that was a game or if it was something I saw on TV as a kid. But I have that memory and nothing else. I looked it up, and apparently it's a clip from Timon and Pumbaa. What? Yeah, the Timon and Pumbaa cartoon show. It's a real thing? It's a I real thing. I'm linking it in the chat. Oh lord, what, are, what have you brought upon this cursed land? <laughs> it's not a curse. There it is. I'm saying it's a curse of saying this place is a one. Rude. <laughs> right, let's see this. Oh. No. Okay, it was different. Like, I know it was a game. Maybe they uh, played the song back in the game. Like, maybe they referenced it or something. It it might not have been Stand By Me. It might have been another old song. I just can't remember what it is. But I know there were frogs. And it was like... This like nighttime scene. And... I don't remember. There was a fence or something that the frogs would jump from. It was... Whack. It was probably one of those dumb learning games. Now that I think about it. But like... I don't remember. Like, like, Putt Putt or whatever? Maybe. Putt Putt and Freddy Fish. And... Okay, yeah. wait. No, like, I think it was like. I think it was like nursery rhymes, maybe? Like, games based on nursery rhymes? Oh, now I want to know what it was. Oh my god, uh, I found the product key, let's go! <laughs> Holy, Holy shit! Gingy over here admitting to piracy. Uh, 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 editing magic, we're not live, I can cut this out. <laughs> nice. Here's the fun part, You'll, you're gonna forget. <laughs> shit. Um, did I find it? Maybe. Ooh. Have to look at these pictures, or maybe not. Oh my god. Um, the nostalgia no, is just overflowing it. right now. Oh my god. Guys, uh, can you just post it in the other chat reel? What? Tony the Tiger is now a VTuber? As far as I could tell, it looked Wait, real. Wait, what? Yeah. Uh, uh, just a, just an image uh, posted uh, by Garrett Sloan in some news article. I don't know which. It's just an image. 
Uh, Twitch turns Frosted Flakes Tony the Tiger into its first brand VTuber. Frosted Flakes mascot will livestream video games and chat with viewers. Uh, Tony the Tiger Real. is becoming a Twitch streamer, turning the Frosted Flakes mascot into a VTuber or virtual video star as part of an experiment in a brand collaboration on the site. Bruh. Cypher says that uh, he saw that on an article in his news feed. So, it's uh, on it has reaction. I don't know. Just go into Twitch. I'm actually going to do that. Twitch TV. I'm going to search for Tony the Tiger to see if I can find his channel. It's it, according according oh, to... Fuck it is! It, it's real. Tony the Tiger is a VTuber. I don't like it. I don't like it. He's not live. Oh, he's not live. No videos either. What is it? What is he? What is he like? What is his like calendar? Fuck, Tony the, the tiger. Fuck? What the fuck? No, no. What's the calendar like schedule? Like what the fuck? No. Oh god. Like. Oh god. Oh god. This is real. You'd have oh, to. No, we're yeah, gonna the... see Captain Crunch land. He has 1.8,000. He has 1.8,000 followers. He's had more followers than you. That's not that hard. <laughs> oh god, what the fuck? What is, what has this world fucking come to? It's succumbing to the chaos that we've created for the memes. Okay, you know what? Speaking of fucking frosted flakes, I want the goddamn a cookie crisp dog to come back. Fuck, fuck the wolf. I don't care about the cookie crisp wolf. I want my puppy back. I hated that when they did the change. Also, apparently, Frosted Flakes also does TikToks. Oh my god! Not with the VTuber yet. <laughs> but yeah, they Not do yet. TikToks on the official Kellogg's channel. Kill me! Kill me! Kill it with fire. It's time to stop. The official Kellogg's Frosted Flakes TikTok is a real thing. I am ashamed. And it's not of humanity. Good. Well, mm. you know what? It's ironic that their name is Frosted Flakes because I'm going to flake away from this topic. Anyway! <laughs> mm. Apparently, he's not the first. Wait, what? They, they they apparently a few years ago Wendy's did an almost VTuber and was streaming Fortnite. I remember that. Okay, now Wendy's, Wendy's, for real, you just got to stick with the Twitter roasting. And apparently Chuck E. Cheese now says Poggers. <laughs> no, no. And no. he's and he streams. That's alright, he can stream if he wants. In the costume. Oh, it's not even a VTuber, it's a man in a costume, in a Chuck E. Cheese costume? Yeah. I'm linking the video. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese says poggers. They have an official Twitch streaming channel. This oh, is why brands should be banned. God. Brands should not be on the internet. <laughs> it, not, it tracks. This is the direction the world is going to. I, I accept this. I accept this. Is this is this just at this point a crossover with Pop Shock? That's what it feels like right now. 
I mean, this is technically gaming. And apparently, I don't know, I don't know what kind of games you play with Chuck and Cheese, man. Apparently, according to this article, Tails and Sonic both also do YouTube streams. Oh my god. They've been doing that for a while. Yeah. They're, 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 they're VTubers, too. Charles Entertainment, jeez, why? And of course, Crunchyroll has its own anime girl, but that's just VTubing. Is. <laughs> NG, are you gonna try that Avatar game so that none of us have to? Avatar, Which game? Avatar game? The mobile one. Oh. Is it out now? Oh. Uh, are you I talking the movie Avatar or Nickelodeon's Avatar? Nickelodeon. Oh, jeez. Uh, Airbender. Gotcha, aren't they? They're doing their own anime gotcha. Oh, Probably. God. I, I mean, oh, Jesus Christ. What is your opinion on the Crunchyroll VTuber? Who's? Crunchyroll has uh, has its own like uh, VTubing persona like uh, for a while. I, I but she is like you know Crunchyroll is about anime and VTubers tend to be anime girls. So like, it I'm wasn't pretty sure shocking... it's just a mascot. Yeah, yeah she it's was a mascot, mascot, but it's an anime girl. Well, yeah, they do anime, so it makes sense. Their mascot would be an anime girl. Exactly. Yeah, now she's a VTuber. But she's a VTuber. She's not a VTuber yet. The article said there was. She is. Oh. Is she? She has done, like, streams with a model that moves when she moves, and, you know. Uh, it is not out is. yet. That's uncomfy. Oh, well, I, I've seen videos then. Uh, but yeah. Maybe it was just, like, the demo videos, whatever. But I've seen that. I've seen that stuff. Huh. It's called Which Avatar Generations. Generations. The mobile game? Uh, uh, yes? Yes, it is. It's called Avatar Generations. It's an RPG I'm, of some kind. I'm gonna it's, need... Screw some... RPG 24-7. I, I don't want, I don't want to go ad-free on you. I want to use my ad block. I hate the sites that have ad blocker block. <laughs> I'll block your ad blocking. I'm gonna block the ad blocker block. Now we need to add blockers, blocker, blocker, blockers. It looks like it's starting to soft launch, but the second I see it go live, yes, I will play it and let you know how it is. Oh, goody, you can guarantee it's going to be shut down soon enough. It's being made by Square Enix. They yeah, don't yep. give a damn. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have a, a good track record. Well, Square Enix is like selling off itself, according to the rumors. Maybe because they know they fucked up. Well, yeah, they threw their lot in with NFTs thinking it was gonna say gonna be their big moneymaker. No, no, their moneymaker was the remakes that you were doing. Uh, of course, the IGN article on the Avatar uh, on the Avatar mobile game ends with "You can get a taste of the Avatar world by adding this firebending mod for Elden Ring." Nice. Because sure, why not? With the last official Avatar game being the Legend of Korra game, which I actually have a copy of on my Steam. It's but a quick run, like, it's a fun quick run-through, but, like, there's not a lot to it. It's just the first season, I think, isn't it? It's just, like, advertising for the show. Uh, it's not even, like, the season. It's, like, a separate story. 
Very short. Very uh, bare bones. Yeah. But the bending's kind of fun sometimes. Yeah, Once you get I mean, it, it looked fun when I purchased it. I never got around to playing it. I know the, the Avatar games themselves have never been quite very good. Like, I know the one on the 360 was very popular because it had, like, a bunch of easy-to-get achievements for to raise your gamer score. But that's about it. Oh, boy. We fell down a rabbit hole there. Yeah, we did. I mean, that's the point, right? Oh, no. We do not need to add gaming rabbit holes to the topics list. Why? What's, what's wrong with a few bunnies? It's all good. We're gonna, we're, we'll, we'll turn into an iceberg channel. <laughs> People love icebergs. Boats, <laughs> boats love icebergs. Mm. Oh yeah, the Titanic absolutely loved its iceberg. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I thought it was. Uh, uh, I mean, it certainly had a, a sinking feeling. Mm -hmm. ah. I am a changed man after today. <laughs> <laughs> I am still in shock. <laughs> I am like looking at the at the white of my wall right now, just realizing that, yeah, Chuck E. Cheese and Potters in a costume or a Muppet, <laughs> and Tony Tiger is a VTuber now, and uh, uh, what fucking world are we living in right now? The darkest timeline, that's for sure. All right. DJ, I already posted that. It, it's already there. You you don't need to hammer it in. I, I've already cursed the chat with that. Holy crap. Okay. Need to be hammered in place. <laughs> okay. Jesus Christ. No. Why is that? A... I completely next, derailed next this topic. What brand could be a VTuber? <laughs> what oh my god. Okay, you know what? I think I think we need a little bit of a palate cleanser here because you know if we're just gonna do like a giant merge topic, we have to Wait, put in. It. We have to put in. No, no, Penguin's got it. Let her talk. Let the okay. Talk. All right. Then after Penguin talks, we gotta play the affiliate ad. I feel like Flo from Progressive would be an excellent VTuber. <laughs> no, Flo needs to be in a multiverses. Yes. <laughs> Bring back the uh, insurance uh, insurance commercial girl. Oh my god, yes. That would be the perfect VTuber for all the hornies on main. <laughs> Alright, Gingy, play the ad. Oops, clicked the wrong one. What's up, guys? Do you enjoy podcasts like us? Have you ever yes. wanted to start one of your own? Are you too scared yes. to start one? Well, to be honest, yes. we were scared in the very beginning before we started. What the fuck? What's Bad. Up, guys? Do you enjoy podcasts like us? Have you ever yes. wanted to start one of your own? Are you too scared yes. to start one? Well, to be honest, yes. we were scared in the very beginning before we started Pixels. But luckily, we found Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout is one of the easiest ways to start a podcast. They're a dedicated team driven to help your podcast succeed. Their website is very simple to use. It gives you stats on your show. 
It's amazing. They put your podcast on all the different podcast players, like Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. Exactly. And we love Buzzsprout so much, we recently became a affiliate. Start your own podcast using our special link, which will be in the show description. Today, and after upgrading to any service plan, you will be able to receive a $20 Amazon gift card. Join us, us Pixels, and over 100,000 other users using Buzzsprout today. Buzzsprout, easiest way to podcast. And now, we will return you to your show. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. Anyway, now that we've played the ad, you guys are welcome. I am posting it in uh, uh, podcast record. Oop. No, computer, don't be dumb. Get link. Anyone with link? Yes. Ah, okay, there we go. My dumbass did not click link copy button. There you go. The Microsoft Puzzle Collection download, also with the CD key. You're welcome. Also, as soon as we, as soon as the the show ends, I can tell you guys right now I'm gonna be playing Jewel Chase. I was so focused on my little cultist game that I forgot to have dinner before the podcast. Uh oh. I am so hungry. You beat me to it. Well, you're gonna be quicker than that. Yeah, what do you guys think uh, the Scarlet and Violet news are going to be? Do you think they're going to reveal a new Pokemon? I Same. mean, I don't think there's probably. No comment. <laughs> Me. What are you calling? <laughs> I I still can't get over how hilarious looking it is with Coridon. Uh, with his arms just kind of flailing when you're in the motorcycle mode. They don't flail. They that just... Thing. They flail. Little, yeah. Uh, so, you're, are you getting Scarlet or Violet? I will be playing Scarlet. Jinji uh, the second. You know, the, my, my spawn, the crotch goblin, whatever you want to call him. He wants to play Violet. Okay, so you got the better one. Yo, damn straight. <laughs> I'm gonna be playing Violet, but I'm getting both. I no comment. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're, you. we're trying to convince Dom to actually get a Switch and the game. Do it. Yeah. We're gonna have oh, weekly it's a bit Scarlet when nights. They... It'll if be he doesn't have a Pokemon Switch. Game. Yeah, I don't have a I don't have a console. Period. See, that makes we it just harder. gotta fix it. Yeah. You, 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 you have a job. A PC gamer. You have a job. What's your excuse? 
Sorry, what? Uh. <laughs> By a switch. Pure pressure. Do not. Do not. Uh, Give in to pure pressure. pressure. Is the measure. <laughs> okay. I mean, there's still there's still three more months. Got there plenty are, of time. Man. I should have enough money by then. So uh, pull your horses, horse. <laughs> he's just saying that because he already already pre-ordered it for release date. And he's just <laughs> not telling us. <laughs> I know you'd be getting digital most likely anyway. Absolutely. I live in a shithole country. I can't really get things here from somewhere else. I need to buy them here, and they're usually ten times more expensive here. Insane. So better get everything as digital as possible. Alright, well, we completely went off the topic that we set up. and Oh, we didn't have a topic. Chaos. <laughs> the topic was there is no topic. The so... topic was whatever you make it up to be. The topic is the friends we made along the way. It was good to meet you, Penguin. Aww. <laughs> you too. Thanks. And no, you guys, just for clarification, uh, Dom... Uh, was not paid by Penguin to say it. How do you know that? <laughs> I mean, he doesn't have proof. Exactly. Just as we don't have proof that Penguin secretly pays for the entirety of the pixels. She doesn't. Mm -hmm. I mean, at uh, one point... It's an airtight operation run here from another country. <laughs> yeah, so, secretly the whole pixels thing is like Illuminati. Yeah. We're just we were sent here to uh, pre-program your minds to uh, reject the new world and uh, down with the V2. <laughs> I can't get that out of my head. So, you know, I think we can leave it with that. And yes, we're going to bring this topic up again. But what mascot? Oh, you know what? Yeah. What mascot would be a good VTuber? And you know what? Here's, here's mine, right? I want a collaboration VTube with Count Chocula, Boo Berry, and Frankenberry. I don't even know who any of those are. Uh, oh. Well, that's tough because I, I only like. I already, my, my idea is already out there, which is Tony. Duolingo bird. The Duolingo fucking bird. <laughs> Here, oh I thought God. you were gonna say Fruit Loops. Toucan you Sam. Need, you you would need like someone that, that can speak multiple languages if you dared use fuck around with a Duolingo bird. And you can actually go for the memes like, like, just like I don't know, playing a shooter game. You shoot someone instead, and before shooting, beg for your life in Spanish. <laughs> Beg for your life in Spanish. <laughs> that would work. That that would work. It would be content. God damn it. Uh, this is a rabbit hole. This is a rabbit hole and we're all falling. 
Just give up, guys. How long do you think before we get Pikachu VTuber? Oh my god. I'm surprised we don't have that already. That's the worst. You know what? I will give it to Pokemon if if instead of a VTuber, they just put one of those costume Pikachus up and they make it pretend to be playing the game. Yeah, that would be good. That'd be great. And then at the end, the hand comes out of the mouth and just waves at the camera before it shuts off. Oh my god, thanks for nightmare fuel there, DJ. (laughs) What? We've seen the hand come out of the costume before in pictures. There's you know, a meme have you of seen the hand coming out on choking a poor woman? Uh, I was I was about to say something different. There's a video of a sports mascot that's out on the field, and the cheerleader is dancing in front of it, and the mascot eats the cheerleader, and the cheerleader disappears inside of the mascot. You forget the part where the clothes of the cheerleader are spit off the, uh, out out of the mascot. Okay, oh, no, and with wait, that, I, oh my god, I am no, scarred. I'm, I'm gonna have a nightmare. The, uh, fucking, whatchamacallit, the uh, referee. The referee got eaten by another mascot, and then the referee's clothes were spit out. And then the referee was like vomited out and had to run away naked. Well, not naked, but it is undies. Just like that, I am scarred for the rest of my unnatural life. DJ, where can people find you? You can find me at twitch.tv slash djskywalker716, where we stream Tuesdays through Thursdays from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central. Cool. Dom, where can people find you? Did you say unnatural because you're a ginger? Never mind. You can people find me on <laughs> the Gaming Channel on YouTube or Sadik's Man on Twitch. Cool. Uh, Penguin, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at Zardaxella on Twitter. That is Alexandra backwards with a Z in front of it. Nice. Well, you can find me at my personal Twitter, AverageingGinji. You can follow the show at PPAF Podcast. For any questions, comments, concerns, or topic suggestions, minus dropping it in the Discord. Son of a bitch, I fucked up this puzzle. Uh, you can uh, shoot an email at ppandfpodcast at gmail.com or DM me, I'm all ears. Because we all know that pisses off a certain someone. Obviously. But yeah, you can never get away without. We also have, right? We also have Pop Chalk Peeps, and you can find that exclusively on Spotify for the moment. So thank you guys very much for watching episode Wooper of Pixels. Uh, Stay tuned next week for episode one ninety five, which is episode Quagsire. I've been uh, I've been your host, Jinji. I've been the unhinged Latino, Domaldo. I've been the imaginary horse of your nightmares. I've been half asleep. Yes. Alright, you guys. We will catch you next week. And I'm gonna go straight into uh, some nostalgia trip shit. I thought you were gonna say bleach. Bleach, yes, exactly. Alright, guys, we'll catch you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.